Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Book Journeys Radio, an interview series for authors in transformation. From the basic fundamentals of selecting a book topic and overcoming writer's block to advanced techniques for publishing and marketing your book. Don't forget to check out our complete schedule and archive shows at blogtalkradio.com forward slash book dash journeys. Now, get ready to make a difference with your book with your host, Vice President of the Author Incubator, Jen McRobbie. Well, hello, everyone. It's March 9th, and you are in for a treat today. Welcome to another episode of Book Journeys Radio. Every week on Book Journeys Radio, we speak to accomplished authors who have gone from just having an idea for a book to a finished book who are out making a difference in the world. And today's author is Dr. Ron Holt, and he is making such an impact in this world that I just cannot wait for you all to hear how he's changing the lives of LGBT youth um, and adults everywhere. Uh, He's a psychiatrist and motivational speaker, and his book is titled Pride, You Can't Heal If You're Hiding From Yourself. Welcome to the show, Ron. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here with you. Oh, I'm so glad you could come on and, and tell everybody about what's been happening for you because, well, we won't get to it yet. We'll leave everyone in suspense a little bit, but um, Ron told me some really <laughs> big news right before we went live. But before we go there, um, Ron, could you tell the listeners a little bit about your book and who it's for? Absolutely. I'd be happy to. So the book is about what the subtitle says, um, You Can't Heal If You're Hiding From Yourself. Um, As a board-certified psychiatrist and a gay man, uh, I have to tell the listeners that coming out for me was uh, so excruciating that I almost literally didn't survive it. Um, I was born and raised in rural Nebraska, and so that was a very difficult place to to come out as gay. (laughs) And my, my father was very homophobic. And that made it really hard as well. And so, you know, I, I don't want other kids to, you know, go through what I went through. And I, I want it to be a lot easier for today's young people. And so I've actually written the book that I wish that I would have had when I was going through the struggles of my own identity and my own sexuality. Mm. Like, right, like how was I going to live it? Um, how was I going to express it to others? How was I going to come out? If I would have had the book that I had written, uh, it would have been a lot easier. I love that. And, and it's so clear who your audience is with this book. It's like totally. There was never any doubt for you who you were speaking to, right? That's exactly right. And, you know, it's not just, you know, lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender youth. But if you think about it, it's, it's, it's their parents and allies and friends and every, everybody else who's impacted by the things that occur to LGBT young people and adults, for that matter. Right. You know, we, we always talk about um, how the books that we produce at the Author Incubator are a love letter to an ideal reader. But that That's love right. letter, it, it in your case in particular, I think it really highlights – issues for advocates and other people who really want to help people stop hiding who they really are. That's exactly right. And if you think about it, it's not just LGBT people are hiding because really all of us have something that we're hiding from. Oh, yes. And so it really, <laughs> yeah. And so it really does work not just for LGBT people, but for others who maybe 
struggling, you know, with uh, relationships or struggling with something they've never told other people about or an eating disorder or something to that effect. And so really this book is not just for LGBT people, but anybody who's really struggling with something that they really have a hard time coming out with. And I think once they do, and they do, they do come out and they live their lives authentically, life can be so much happier and so much more fulfilling. Well, and I think it's so important that for people to know and for anyone listening or if you're already frantically trying to type in Amazon.com um, and find Dr. Holt's book, um, go on Amazon. It's called Pride. Ron Holt, you'll yep. find it. Um, and you totally I will. think it's so important for people to know that you have walked this path. So not only are you certified as a psychiatrist, but you've personally walked this path, I assume, yourself and with your clients? Yeah. And so certainly, uh, you know, uh, I, I have, I've been practicing, but really, in, in addition to that, where I've gotten most of my material and all the information that I knew would be helpful for people is the 17 years of community service talks that I've been doing across the country, mostly in the uh. Midwest where I'm from, where I target, you know, kids who are struggling with their sexuality. My target audiences or the audiences that, that I speak to generally, you know, it's like a college audience and like community people from the outside can come in. So it's not just specifically LGBT people that are in the room, but I know that there are kids that hear me speak that are struggling. And so after I give my talk, what's so heartwarming for me is I'll just get like these random emails from them saying that after hearing you talk, I realize that I'm not alone and I'm going to go talk to a counselor. I'm going to come out to my parents or I'm going to go to a GSA group or something that changed their life. And that to me is just so heartwarming to know that just a half hour or an hour talk that I give can somehow impact someone's life for, for the better. I'm covered in goosebumps because I cannot imagine a more rewarding way to sort of go about your life. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's it's truly amazing. And I have to say that when I when this book came out, I mean, I've been given the talks, you know, I've talked to maybe a couple hundred audiences over the 17 years as a, as a volunteer, but then the book was able to reach people that I would never be able to reach otherwise. And, and I started getting like messages from people by email or on Twitter or social media about how the impact the book has impacted them. I mean, some uh. of them brought me to tears. You know, just the difference that they've had or after reading your book, I realized that I'm not alone. I'm going right. to hand this show over to my, my boyfriend because he's struggling and we can work through this together. And I mean, it's so heartwarming to know that you can take your own adversity like mine coming out and struggling when I was young and turn it into right. an asset for others today. It's truly amazing. So, you know, you were already making this difference. You know, you were already making this impact in the world. Why, why a book? Like, what, what guided you to write a book about it? Well, you know, I've been doing these talks for, for quite, quite a few years. And, you know, yes, I've, I've reached, you know, over 10,000 kids by doing that. But when you think about a book, that's something that someone can go and do in the privacy of their home. They don't have to travel somewhere to hear you ah. speak. You know, they can, it's not something they just have to read off of social media. They can download it to their iPhone or they can, you know, actually buy, buy the book and, and read it it kind of allows somebody the opportunity to listen to my message in the privacy of their own home or the privacy of just being with, with, with themselves and, and being able to, uh, you know, take the things that I've, I've learned and the things that I've written in that book and apply it to what, what they're going through today. And so that's why that, I think I really wanted to do the book route. 
That makes so much sense because, you know, so many times we we talk, you know, I talk to people on here all the time who became authors, you know, out of their adversity. But I, I feel like in today's current climate that sometimes there's still a secrecy around oh, yeah. um, LGBT or even just, you know, whatever yeah. you're hiding from. And That's it's exactly so right. crucial that you can contact those people when they're feeling yep. secretive, right? Total, well, yeah, ab- absolutely. And if you think about it, someone who's, who's struggling with their sexual orientation or gender identity, they're not going to come to a, 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 you know, some kind of lecture that has Dr. <laughs> Holt in front of them that's talking about LGBT issues, right? right? I mean, they're, they're afraid to come out. They're not going to come to a meeting like that, <laughs> you know? Right. And so, you know, what, what better way to do it but to give them a venue in which they can do it in their own privacy? You know, it's a, it's, it's a great way to do it. So do you find now that now that you've written this book that you're everyone's best friend because, you know, you're the person who's out there letting people know they're not alone? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, what's, what's just so um, amazing about that is that, you know, I, I know, and I'm sure that my, many other authors feel this way too, especially after you've written a book, that the, the one person that reaches out to you, there's probably 99 others that you've impacted as well, but do not reach out to you for whatever reason. And so, you know, you're not, you know, I don't expect to actually get a lot of like saying how you've changed my life, but I know just over the years of doing my talks that I, you know, I, I, I guess I have had since the, the 17 years that I've been giving these talks, I've had hundreds of people who have reached out over the right. time. But, you know, um, when you consider that, you figure that there's thousands that you somehow am impacted. I mean, I, I remember a couple of years ago, maybe it was about five, five years ago now, I had a grandmother that sent me an email saying, you know, I was in one of your talks 10 years ago and, and uh, I didn't think it really pertained to me. And then all of a sudden my grandson who's 15 came out to me as gay. And she says, <sighs> I knew exactly what to say to him because of what you said to me, you know, several years earlier. And I thought, oh, that just gave me goosebumps, you know, right. to read something like that. Totally out of the blue, you know. It's like she had to look, look me up on Google and, and, and reach out to me and say, you changed my grandson's life. I mean, I was able to say, I don't care about, you know, your, your sexuality. I love you just as much, and thank you for sharing. And she says, I would not have known the words to say when he said that to me. And, man, that – I mean, that kind of stuff is worth writing the book right there. I mean, just getting one comment like that and getting your message out there, it makes it totally worth it. Yeah, I mean, that one person right there is enough. Absolutely. Right? I mean, obviously right. you want to impact more lives, but that one, yeah, right. you can pretty much hang up your hat now, right? <laughs> right. And, well, and if you think about it, that kid does, didn't even know who I was, right? It was right. someone else. It was an ally. It was a fam- family member who, who, was, who benefited from listening to, to my message and so, you know, you, you touch people in so many ways that you'll never know about. And there's some, there's, there, there's some times you do that, that's great, and that's, that's fine. But there's a right. lot of times that you don't, and that's okay, too, because this comes from a heart. We, we, we come from a servant's heart to help others lead better lives. That's so true. <laughs> that's so true. But, you know, when you come from such a place of service, do you find that it's easy to help and write and speak about these topics? Or do you find that sometimes oh, yeah. it's, it's difficult for you to, to you know, get there and share? Because this is a really personal story, right? 
it, oh, it's totally a, a personal story, but I think, I think me not doing it is actually doing less justice to society than me going out there and telling my story. It is true. When I was younger, I was terrified to tell others what I went through because I was ashamed. I was embarrassed. But then once I came to realize that there's nothing wrong with being gay or bisexual or trans at all, you know, and, right. and I thought I have a story that I need to share with others. And if I don't share that message of what happened to me and how it, we can prevent it from happening to others, then I'm not doing justice for society and I'm being selfish. Mm. It, oh, you know, and that was another, that was another reason why I wrote the book too. Cause it's like, man, I've got a whole volume of information, not only from a psychiatrist point of view, uh, from be, being once being a closeted man. And then all the experiences I, I've been having talking to audiences, I have to take that and give it to others because otherwise I'm just being selfish by holding on to this, this in, intellectual property, if you will, you know, that's not fair to others. I want others to have a better life than, than, than I did. And that's why I've, I was doing those talks. And that's why I kind of wrote the book as well. I want others to have a better life. So that's a really big place to come from when you're starting a book. Like knowing that you already knew that your story was already and was going to, in the future, change lives. Was yes. it easy to write the story? Because you were coming from that place? You know, that's a good point. You know, it's funny that you say that because even though I've talked to hundreds of audiences, it's always been <laughs> verbal. You right. know, to write a book and actually put down what happened to you and all the, all the adversity that you went through, it, it's right. different. It is different. I mean, to put it down in writing for the world to see, whoever wants to see it across the world, and they do. I mean, when, when my book came out uh, through this program, it became a, a number one best-selling on, on Amazon in seven different countries. Wow. You know, it was, yeah, it was incredible. It was truly incredible. And so that, that tells you that the message needs to get out there. And so, uh, yeah, and so, yeah, you, you do feel somewhat vulnerable that you're, you're putting your message and your ad- adversity out there for others to read from. But I, again, like I said earlier, I actually would feel worse if I didn't do that because then I'm just being selfish with all the knowledge that I've gained through my experiences. Yeah. How did you get yourself over those blocks? Did you just tell yourself, buck up, Ron, your message is important, well, or did you take a walk? Well, what did you be, do? Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you, know, uh, on, you know, just to be honest, I mean, you know, when you, when you grow up in a house, household where you've been bullied and victimized by your own father for being, you know, gay or right. whatever it is that, that you're struggling with, you know, it's not easy. And so, I, you know, I, I went to years of therapy, you know, therapy okay. helped me through all that. And I, I, came, I came to realize that, gosh, I can't do this on, on my own, and I, I want to be a better person. And so I went to years of therapy, and that helped me tremendously. And I think everybody could benefit from therapy. You know, it's, it's a wonderful thing for all of us, right? And so I mean, you know, everyone I needs that to and re- be heard. Absolutely. Are you kidding? Yes. <laughs> and we've all got issues, right? We've all got issues that we can work through. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, right. we have to normalize that, that we've all had things that we've gone through that we can be better people if we understand it. So it was after doing that and I realized, wow, you know, and there's nothing wrong with being gay. It was my father. It wasn't about me. Once I learned all that stuff, then, you know, I thought I have to take what I've learned and turn this into an asset for other people. And so it was community. It was therapy, you know, um, 
It was self-acceptance and self-love, the combination of all those things that allowed me the strength to, to write. That's so... I'm looking for the right word. I, I want to say I'm proud of you, <laughs> even though I don't no, really know you personally, yeah. but I am so proud right. to know that yeah. you were able to overcome that adversity because of the thousands of people you're helping now. Absolutely. Absolutely. It takes a village, you know, and not only that, but I want to say in my point, it does. And my point of service, I'm not just out there helping them. They're also helping me. Right. Mm. Because when I, when I'm up there in front of that audience and I'm telling my story, it's very cathartic, you know, and it really kind of helps me, you know, work through my issues and saying, yes, I am doing the right thing with my life. The purpose that I've set out to do is the correct thing. And so when I get those stir- stories from people in the audience, there's the people who've written me after, you know, reading my book and saying how much has helped them, that validates me and that I'm doing the right thing. And so it's a two-way street. I don't want to say it's just me helping them, but they help me too. I'm so glad you brought that up because I think for so many authors, they – they know that's happening, but they don't necessarily have the words to explain just how much their audience means to them. Oh, absolutely. It's a two-way street. It really is. And, I, and I, that's something mm-hmm. that, you know, on this, on this show, we talk about, you know, book journeys and, and how you came to write a book and why you wrote a book. And I, I just really want the listeners to know that message that when you write a book, yes, there's some catharsis involved and, you know, it's important to share your message and everything, but it really is a gift that you'll get back in space. Absolutely. Oh, Ten to- tenfold. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> tenfold. Exactly. Well, I don't want to keep everyone in suspense any longer because I told them in the beginning of the show that you told me some like super big news right before we went live. And yeah. I'm going to frame it like this. What's the okay. best thing that has happened to you since you've written this book? So the best thing that's happened to me, so let me just kind of talk about my little process of, of, of what happened while I was writing and that's why I was so happy to, to be in the uh, in Angela's program is, you know, I yes, started please. writing back in, yes, I started writing back in July and, you know, and, and within a few weeks, you know, several weeks, we actually had our manuscript done. And then I decided <laughs> to do the next step, right, which, which, and everyone's like, oh, really, you can't do that in a few weeks. And actually you can. You really you can. can. You just, yeah, you totally need to have somebody there who will keep, keep your feet to the fire, will help you with weekly sessions, will yep. help you know the things that you need to do in order to get your manuscript out there. And it does happen. I'm living proof, right? If I can do it, <laughs> anyone can do it. And then I, I also then published with her as well. But then during the publishing part of it, um, you know, my mom had a major stroke. And oh that was like in, yeah, that was like in early October and long story short, within three weeks from the point of her stroke, she died. Oh and no. so I was, yeah. And so here I was in October of 2016, trying to deal with that, you know, trying to finish with the publishing part. And what was so amazing is that, you know, Angela and her whole team were like, you know what, we have your back. We've got you covered. We know you've got a family emergency. You've got to take care of that. You've already written your book. 
we're, we're going to help you get this out there. And we did. We stayed on, on the timeline, and I was able to publish wow. December 15th on, on Amazon the way that I was supposed to. And so right. that was truly an amazing thing for me, and that makes me so grateful that I did the program with, you know, with Angela and the author Incubator. Mm-hmm. So when my mom was on when my mom was on her deathbed, you know it, it was it was interesting. Before she had died, she says, "You know, Ron, she says there are things in life that I wish that I would have done with my life, and I didn't, and I now regret them." And she says, oh, wow. "I don't want that to happen to you. I don't want that to happen to you." And I heard it. I heard that from my mom, and, and she knows how much that I was wanting to do speaking full time and to write a book. In fact, she was able to read my book as a. Um, uh, before it was actually published, which meant so much to me. So she read it before she died, and she okay. gave me her blessing. And yeah, and then and then after she she passed, well, be, the day before she passed away, you know, uh, I told her on on her deathbed, I said, you know, Mom, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow my heart. I'm gonna do what you said and gave me per- permission to do. And I'm I'm going to quit my corporate job of 20 years, and I'm gonna go out and change, help change the youth lives full time. And then she passed away the following day, and I'm gonna I'm gonna fulfill that promise that I made to her. And so, uh, as of March 10th tomorrow, I'm uh, I'll be officially resigned from my corporate job of 20 years. Wow. Yeah, uh, huge. That's huge. I mean, not only is it the culmination of a lifetime's work on yourself and learning, yes. but you're. I bet your mom, whatever anyone believes, is looking upon you with such pride that she oh, yeah, no could barely contain herself. <laughs> oh yeah, there's no, there's no question, there's no question. I mean, when she said that to me, you know, just we just really about two or three weeks before she actually had the stroke, which we didn't know that was going to happen. She wasn't at risk for it, and it just happened. And so that, you know, so for her saying that and then her passing away and then me on the, de- you know, on her deathbed saying, you know, I'm going to follow mom, I'm going to do what you said and, and I'm going to follow my heart. You know, I'm, I'm going to do what you weren't able to do. I mean, man, that's, that was huge for me. And I'm so excited about what the future holds. Is it scary to leave a corporate job? Yeah. Oh yeah. But you know, what's, <laughs> even, more, what's even more scary is to, is to stay there and not follow my heart. Oh Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's more than scary. That's almost it's depressing, right? When you look at it that yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I was thinking about that, it's like, do I want to stay for another ten to fifteen years and then finally reach retirement age, but then look back and say, what have I done with my life? What What have I done right. with my passion of helping others? That to me was too much of a burden to bear. Ah, uh, I just. I want our listeners and everyone to know where they can find you, Ron. Where can they find you if they know of a community that needs to hear your words or read your book? Where's the best place? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so I'd love to tell them. So, you know, I have two websites, um, one of which, um, for the listeners that are listening today, I created a LGBT-themed coloring book that's available for free as a PDF. And if you just go to drronholt.info, that's drronholt.info, they can totally download it for free right there. And if they want to learn more about me and about uh, my, my website, which is newly minted, it's, it's drronholt.com, drronholt.com. And I would be more than happy to help people in any way that I can. Oh, this excellent. Is, this is not about can... making money, right? 
No, I mean it's well, it's about changing yeah. lives, right? And it is. people, it's I'm totally assuming they can reach. Right, they can reach you through your website, right? Like Absolutely. send you an email or okay. Absolutely, Great. yep, totally. That's 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 so. I'm I'm so thrilled for you, Ron. It's super exciting, and it was hard I, for me to contain that for the. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm really thrilled too and you know, it's it's just a whole variety of emotions that a person goes through when they're writing a book, but I'm gonna tell you it's life altering and I never I would do it again in a heartbeat. Well, are you going to do it again? Is there another book perhaps? Well, in the works? you know, I just finished yeah, I just finished the L G B T coloring book, which is it's much more than just a coloring book. It's got affirmations in there and quotes from famous people and meditation practice guideline. It's really an amazing thing. And so, wow. yeah, I do actually, I, I could see myself pumping out a book, maybe oh, I'll be ambitious here, but maybe every three, three to four months now. Um, wow. You know, I have to do it. I have to do it. I mean, I have to get the message out there. You know, it's, I, it's, it's, uh, it's, sorry. I'm just so excited to see where all of this is going to go for you. It, it is. Me too. Me too. <laughs> So here's kind of the big question then. What was sure. different about writing or publishing a book than you expected? Uh, what was different? I would say the ease of doing it. Um, oh. You know, I really did. Yeah, I really, I really didn't think, I, I, I really didn't think um, that it would be as, as easy as, as it was. Um, but Actually, having someone, I, I tried to write a book before I went into An- Angela's program on my on my own, and it doesn't work. I mean, it didn't work really well for me. I had a bunch of ideas, and I had words, and I had uh, con- <laughs> the ways to conceptualize things, but I really didn't know how to put it together in a book format, right? Right. And then, so, um, actually, you know, having Angela there and being able to say, okay, this week we're going to be doing this, and this week we're going to be doing that, and it's totally different in the way that you think that you would write a book. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's, you don't, you don't start with just writing, right? There's a lot of things right. that you need to do before you even start writing. And I didn't know that, <laughs> you know? And so I would say it was the learning um, from the program uh, on how to format or not necessarily how to format, but how to write and the steps in which to write and that there's, there's certain things you, you need to do before you do it uh, with others that really made a huge difference for me. And the idea that I could actually have a manuscript done within just a few weeks was incredible. I mean, and it's yeah. still, I still blow up my mind even today thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> but now that you've achieved that, don't you feel like, yeah. oh, I can totally do that again? I do. I do, actually. I do. I, I, feel, I feel that way. I probably won't want you kind of get involved in with it again. It's like, oh gosh, what am I got myself into? <laughs> but, but, but Sometimes those are the so best adventures, weird. though, right? I know, I know. And listen, the first time is the hardest time. So you get through that. I think you can get through through the rest of it. And honestly, I don't know what what percentage they say people who actually want to write a book, but the ones who actually do it's so small. Why not it be is. in that in that Ivy League of people? who actually right. follow through their heart, right, and actually write what they want to do. I mean, you know, get it out there. Get it, get out, it out there. there. It's selfish not to. Right. Well, and that, that leads into my last question. And, and first, I want to say I'm, I've, it's been so enjoyable speaking to you, and I'm 
kind of bummed we only had half an hour. I, I think we needed three hours to cover all the topics. <laughs> but but I ask this of all of our authors, and I think it's it's really important for people to hear your answer. And I usually ask, what's your advice for someone who wants to write a book but hasn't been able to finish it? But for you, I think the question is a little more nuanced, where I'll say, if there's someone listening right now who is hiding from stepping into that role as an author. What kind of advice can you give them? Well, kind of like, you know, I, I kind of go back to my subtitle of my book, You Cannot Heal If You're Hiding, right? And so mm-hmm. if you've got a message inside you, if you've got something that you need to release to, to the universe that's going to be helpful to them and helpful to you, by all means, do it. You deserve to be happy. You, you deserve to live authentically. And if getting your message out there through a book is going to do it, then what are you waiting for? That's it. What are you waiting for? Go out, write your book. Exactly. And before you go out and write your book, go on to Amazon right now. Download Pride. Mm -hmm. You can't heal if you're hiding from yourself. Go to drronholt.info to download your coloring book so you can think it out. Yes. And yep. then go to drronholt.com and book Dr. Ron for a speech or send him a note to let that. him know how much he's changed your life. I love all that. Thank you so much. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show. This has been such a pleasure. Please join us again next week when we have another episode of Book Journeys Radio. This has been another episode of Book Journeys Radio, where we're changing the world one book at a time. To find out more about how you can get your book written, published, and promoted, visit www.theauthorincubator.com.